Welcome to Calvary Chapel Sebastian Podcast. We hope that you're blessed by this message. I'm Craig. I'm one of the pastors here. And this morning, we're going to pray and we're going to ask God to supply all our needs. And we know that God does that, right? God has already supplied our greatest need and our greatest need is what? Forgiveness. And he's done that through Jesus Christ on the cross, that sacrifice that he made for each and every one of us. But we also have other needs as well. We have physical needs, but we really have a lot of spiritual needs, don't we? We need to pray for those spiritual needs. In Ephesians 3, verse 14 through 21, Paul, he's in prison, and he has this prayer. This is one of his prison prayers. So if you can, we'll go to that. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14, I'll start there. But Paul's prayer here is for spiritual growth. He wants us to grow spiritually. So I'm going to start in verse 14. It says this, When I think of all of this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father. The creator of everything in heaven and earth, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with the inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. Remember that. As you grow, God's love will keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ through, the, through it. Is, it is too great to fully understand. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and the power that comes from God. And this is our main verse tonight, verse 20. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. You know, Paul's prayer is very special. And there's something in that prayer that Paul wants for us. There's something very powerful and there's very important. And Paul wants us to get our hands on our wealth. What do you mean by wealth? Paul wants us to grab the wealth that we have that is in Jesus Christ through prayer. He wants us to grab a hold of that. Let me explain a little bit about what that looks like. Because this passage is about enablement. He wants to enable us through prayer. And enable means the action of giving someone the authority or means to do something. So Paul's praying that, saying through Jesus Christ, through your prayers, you'll get things. The action of making a device or a system operational, we're activating our prayers. And Paul wants us to know that. He's saying it's not as much about knowing prayer, but being a person of prayer. We're supposed to be people of prayer. Laying our hands on what God has for us by making our faith a vital part of our lives. 
Paul's telling us, I want you to get your hands on your wealth. I want you to realize how great it is, and I want you to use it. I want you to use the power of prayer. And it says, I pray from his glorious, unlimited resources. He will empower you with an inner strength through the spirit. Paul's talking about our spiritual condition. He's saying, lay a hold of this so the Holy Spirit comes in you, that you use his power, his glorious riches, not our own. We're not meant to do this on our own. We need to pray for physical needs, but we also need to pray for that inner need that we have, that God supplies everything for us as well. Asking God to help that inner person is one of our great needs as well. And it says, your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. What do we do? What are roots? It's kind of like a garden, isn't it? We tend that garden. We tend that garden. We grow deeper in God's love. That's what we do. Paul starts this passage with, he says, I fall to my knees and pray to our Father. I fall to my knees. And I think this must have been quite an experience for those Roman soldiers. Remember, he's in prison. To see this happening, a man falling on his knees while he's in prison. Now, I think it's important that we understand that the Bible does not command us in any special posture on how we should pray, our position, and what we should do. You know, Abraham stood before the Lord as he prayed for Sodom. Solomon stood when he prayed for the temple. And David sat before the Lord when he prayed about the future of his kingdom. And then Jesus, what did he do? Jesus fell to his face when he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. This shows us how we should live our lives in practical terms and how our lives should be lived out while we're here on earth. We sit, we walk, and we stand. There's a great book out there called exactly that. And it's very important for us. Christ raised us from the dead so that we could be seated with him. And we're seated in him. Our position in Christ is seating, sitting. We're sitting with Christ in heaven. Because we're seated with Christ, we can walk out our lives. We can walk out our lives and please God in this world. And we stand strong in prayer and God's power against the enemy. So we sit, we walk, and we stand. And there's very important passage right there. There's a point that we need to look at. All three of those activities, sit, walk, and stand, there's a link between them. And that link is bowing down on our knees. Those three falling to our knees, like Paul said, I fall to my knees as I pray. We're able to sit with the Lord because of what he's done with us. We walk out our lives and then we stand against the enemy with our prayer. I want to tell you a quick story. A lot of you have probably heard this and I apologize if I'm being redundant, but it's important to me because of what was happened through this um, several years ago, you know, when we were at the high school, 
we, uh, there were the four of us, the pastors, we were meeting in Melbourne. We started out at 6 a.m. in the mornings on Fridays, very early in the mornings, just like what Jesus did. Early in the morning, he got up, he went to a solitary place, and he prayed. And we started praying for the church. We started praying for the needs of the church. We didn't know exactly what God was going to do, but we prayed with expectations that God would supply every need that we had, every need that the church had, and we did that. We didn't know what the future would look like, but what we did know is we trusted our God. We trusted him, and so every Friday we did that. We asked God to supply those needs for each and every one of us. We prayed with that expectation. What we had was we had our wealth in our hands. And each and every one of us today has that wealth in our hands through prayer that we can pray. We asked God to guide us through all this. We asked him for protection. We prayed for unity for the staff. And now again, we're praying for the church. We're praying that God would supply all the needs for the church right now. As you know, we're getting ready to go into this building project. And we're praying that God would supply all those needs. You know, at times we sat, we kneeled, and we might even have fell on our faces as we prayed. But it was only through the power of prayer and God's riches that he was enabled us to move from the high school and come into this building. It was through God, through his glory, because he gets the glory. We did our part, we prayed, and then God does what he does. And we praise him for that. Whether we were on our knees, and whether you're on your knees or you're standing, it's not important. The most important part is that we must bow our hearts and our lives to God and ask him for what we need. That's the most important part. You have not because you ask not. And it says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine, according to his power, our wealth is in Jesus Christ. Our wealth is in our prayers each and every day, claim that wealth. In 2 Corinthians 9 through 8, it says this, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, what we need, you will abound in every good work. From his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with the inner strength through his spirits. So I want to challenge you today, get your hands on your wealth. Claim that wealth, God's riches through prayer. Thank you for listening to the Calvary Chapel Sebastian podcast channel. If this message impacted your life, we encourage you to share it with a friend. We're located at 1251 Sebastian Boulevard, just northeast of intersection 90th Avenue and State Road 512 in Sebastian, Florida. Our service times are Saturday evening at 6 p.m., Sunday morning at 1045 a.m., and Wednesdays at 630 p.m.